In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim a gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, Obstacles are sure to come, but alas for the one who provides them. It would be better for him to be thrown into the sea with a millstone put round his neck, than that he should lead astray a single one of these little ones. Watch yourselves. If your brother does something wrong, reprove him. And if he is sorry, forgive him. And if he wrongs you seven times a day and seven times comes back to you and says, I'm sorry, you must forgive him. The apostles say to the Lord, increase our faith. The Lord replied, were your faith the size of a mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it will obey you. The Gospel of the Law Obstacles and challenges are part and parcel of life. Even our Lord acknowledges that trouble is inevitable. Obstacles are sure to come. But then our Lord makes a distinction between obstacles that arise from outside the community and those which are created by members within the community. If the former should be regarded as inevitable and even acceptable, the latter is inexcusable. We should not hide behind the former reality and use our Lord's words to excuse ourselves, especially when we are the cause of trouble for others. The word obstacle translates from the Greek word skandalon, which literally means things that cause sin, or as the catechism explains, moral stumbling blocks that lead others to evil. Although it is inevitable that there will always be people who will cause scandal and lead others to sin, our Lord pronounces a harsh judgment on the troublemaker. He uses graphic image of a millstone, an incredibly heavy object that will weigh a person down and cause his drowning. Imagine a mafia-like style of execution. And yet this horrible death would still be better than an eternity of torment in hell. Our response should therefore be to be on guard against such behavior, to watch ourselves as opposed to watching others stumble and fall. The next saying speaks of how a relationship with others should be based on two seemingly opposing, but in reality, complementary actions, fraternal correction and forgiveness. If a brother sins, one should not ignore it, but give a fraternal rebuke for the good of the other. Then, if he repents, one must forgive him. There is no limit to this forgiveness, even seven times in one day, provided that the offender repents and says, I'm sorry. The last set of sayings in today's passage refers to faith. Having heard the demanding challenge by our Lord to avoid scandal, correct those who err, and forgive those who repent, the disciples confessed their own inadequacy and pleaded with the Lord to increase their faith. In their simplistic reasoning, they believed that such gargantuan task 
would certainly require a vast amount of aid. But our Lord's paradoxical reply indicates that even a little faith the size of a mustard seed would be sufficient and would have great power. Instead of massive mountains which we hear in other Gospels, St. Luke uses the image of a mulberry tree being uprooted and planted in the sea. Though not a mountain, such a feat would not be any easier because the mulberry tree has an extensive root system that would render it almost impossible to uproot without any modern machinery. What more survive a replanting in the salty sea? And so we see our Lord providing us with both practical pointers as well as supernatural aid for us to live in a community of his followers. Such a community cannot just be built on an ordinary foundation of common interests. When conflict arises, such human organizations will naturally disintegrate and dissolve. The church, on the other hand, built on the fate of the members in Jesus Christ, will survive and thrive despite all the scandals she will experience over the centuries, because she will be guided by both principles of church discipline as well as mercy. Storms may come, trouble may assault her from every front, scandals may plague her over the centuries, and yet she will survive, because she is the bride of Christ whom the Lord has redeemed by his blood. And for this reason, we should never lose faith in him alone, who can assure that the church remains spotless, radiant and glorious, despite all the trials she must endure. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.